Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome, OT entrepreneurs, to the OTs Get Paid podcast, episode 70, where we are going to dive into deciding how we can build stronger relationships through marketing and that help with marketing your OT business. So, we're going to do a quick recap. Traffic, leads, and customers. Traffic are eyeballs. Leads are people that have put their hand up and said that they are interested in you. And customers are people that have paid you. If you haven't yet listened to episode 69, I'd love for you to dive into that episode and then come back because that episode has a ton of gems on the difference between traffic, leads, and customers. As I mentioned in episode 69, we can really only solve one of these problems at a time in terms of traffic leads or customers, and that episode specifically deals with leads. Now, many of you think you have learned the term funnel or you have are, are thinking of a funnel without even knowing that term, and that you can pour a bunch of people into the top and you get a ton of traffic and it will filter down, Turn in, some will turn into leads and a few will turn into customers. Some people talk about building fancy online funnels. And, you know, that is one way to find out how your marketing is, is going. That is one way to approach it. I actually teach in my programs and in an upcoming marketing masterclass that I'll talk about soon the TLC supersonic method. I might have to change that. I'm not sure I love that method anymore. But that tells you that that is not true. I want you to also, if you're interested in this topic, listen to some other podcasts. You don't have to run and go go to listen to those now. On Marketing That Works with Kelly Casey Bynes, How to Market Online and in Person with Jane Irby. You're going to hear that relationships matter. We already know that. I talk about this all the time. It's why in one of the episodes that I recorded for the podcast, I set my flag into OTs should be the very best at sales and at marketing. You are anti 
sleaze. I know it. I know it because I don't meet too many people. In fact, I barely meet any OTs at all that do any sleazy marketing. And in fact, most OTs that I know refuse to even dip a toe into coming up with a marketing or a sales strategy in case it is sleazy and they would rather stay unpaid and overworked. And we do not want that. Or at the end of the day, they don't know the best way to use marketing. And we're going to discuss some of that today. Some of this information I'm getting from a podcast from Tyler McCall. That's where I wrote some of my original notes down for this episode a million years ago. Some of it I'm getting from Joey Coleman in his book, Never Lose a Customer Again. Um, those are the resources right now, if I can think of any other ones. it's Now it's also like a mishmash of everything I've learned in my brain. So there are a few terms I'm going to be slinging around. One of them is relationship marketing and the other is engagement marketing. And I don't want to split hairs. I'm going to, for now, say they're basically the same thing. And the engagement piece and the relationship piece is the actual relationship. It is the actual relationship that starts all the way at the traffic stage. So let's think of ways that you might go ahead and grab traffic and bring them in to give, get eyeballs on your service or your product. The first is social traffic. We know that that is through social media. You will have heard me say it time and time again, and I get a Yahoo from people who are in the growth and scale phase when I say that this is, I don't teach social media strategy explicitly to people in the start phase. This is not your first step. Those who do it as their first step say the exact same thing. It's spray and pray, and does it actually move the needle? It is not your first step. Search traffic. This is longer, but really great and really juicy. Podcast season two, episode 26 with Jenny Gill talks about websites, talks about SEO, search engine optimization, and how you know you can actually drive a lot of traffic to your offer with a website. I know that Jenny is really hunkering down on SEOs right now and wanting to explain this to people. So if you don't follow Jenny Gill, you can find her website. And I think she's obvious. I think she, I know she's on Insta, Jenny Gill Copywriting, I believe. There is also paid traffic. I don't know many OTs that actually dabble in paid traffic. Those that I do know are in the online space and are mostly at the scaling phase. And the last is organic marketing. And every single OT I've ever met does organic marketing, which is the very best kind. Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley? As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing. I know exactly how to get my client started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay. So where can listeners find these templates, Ashley? Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great. And that is where you continue to build a relationship and engage with 
your ideal client or your current client. As you're looking at each stage in traffic, in leads, and in customers, I don't want you to beat yourself up. If you don't see all of the numbers yet, start to find them out. And if you don't see those numbers changing as quickly as you want, that's okay because this is kind of like old-fashioned marketing through good work and good conversations. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that going forward. There might be less traffic, but you might have higher conversion rates. And that means you might not need to grow your traffic. You might just be able to encourage the current traffic that you have to become a lead or become a customer. We also talk about that in episode 69 if you want to know a little bit more. And this is a real core basic. There's no bells and whistles. You might add a funnel, an online funnel, which we can talk about at a later date or you can learn more about in our programs if it would make sense to your business and add some clarity. But at the end of the day, it's good old-fashioned marketing through good work and conversations. Let's talk a little bit about how you can go and do that. There is the idea of collaborating with others, becoming affiliates, licensing and selling your content to other people, running summits, having guest speakers. In fact, this week, Carla Neek, she has come into the 100K Club before. She's coming into it again to speak because she is an expert at all things mindset, high performance, achievement, perfectionism, and OT and work-life balance far more than me. I could talk about them, but I'm going to pay Carlin because she does it better. These are ways that you can begin to think about using other OTs or other healthcare professionals in relationships. I also want you to think more about finding out about those client pain points. We've talked about that before, but what else? We talk a little bit about it in episode 69. What about their dreams? What's something positive you could talk about? What about their goals? Do they know your mission and your values and your social agenda? It's really important to begin to look at this data, especially this year, especially right now, because people online are getting numb and there is an online fatigue. And that's where most people search for their information. Things that worked easily before, especially for those with online businesses or online courses, they're just not working as well as they did before. So people that have in the grow phase and the scale phase that have bricks and mortar, they don't have quote unquote as much of a marketing issue. We tend to have to dig a little deeper. This is really for those with online businesses starting to think about entering the online space or who are really starting um, even a bricks and mortar or product-based business. I want to tell you a little bit of a secret about a lot of those influencers that you follow, that you see just churning through their marketing, a ton of traffic, just selling to the masses and reaping millions and millions, like Amy Porterfield or Jenna Kutcher. So many of those businesses relied on paid advertising when they started, which was, I think, in like the mid-2010s. I don't know when their business is. I'm going to guess like 12, 13, 14, 15, something like that. And that's when adver paid advertising was cheap and it was brand new. And they got huge gains by relying on paid traffic through Facebook ads. And they could just hose money. For every dollar they spent, they'd make $100 at getting a new client or customer. There are so many more restrictions now. So please don't compare yourself to those online people. 
And please recognize that the way of getting to that level in those days has indeed changed. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually just good information to have because I have been doing a deep dive into what is current and what is working right now. In my research, I believe the key to unlock so much of this is customer service. Wowing with great service. I think that's the solution. And guess what? I bet you're already doing that. I bet you have an amazing product or service that helps your clients. In fact, I know you do. So yay you. Now, what else could you add to wow your clients? What else could you do that's easy? Let's talk a little bit about that because I don't want to throw you into overwhelm. We are doing deep dives in this in my paid programs. I want to give you the tip of the iceberg so that you can get some quick wins from this right here and right now. This, a lot of it comes from Joey Coleman. And he talks about thinking about what your potential customers and your existing customers and where are you building relationships with them. So we're going to talk about different communication tools that exist and different points along your client's journey. And then we'll brainstorm a few ideas together. There are multiple touch points that Joey Coleman talks about. There's in-person, there's email, there's video. It's one of the reasons I'm now videoing my podcasts. There's snail mail, there's text. I know a lot of you are getting text reminders, et cetera. Or you're signing up for content to be delivered over text from some of your favorite people out there. Or gifts. One thing I haven't, you know, finished reading the book by any stretch, but I have to ask Joey, like, where is podcasting on this? Because I feel this is a great communication tool. I want you to also think about different points along your client's journey. There is before they buy from you. There is right after they buy from you. So their traffic and lead. And then right after they buy, they become a customer. During their time with you and when their time is up. So this doesn't have to be complicated. Again, I am not interested in throwing you into overwhelm. I'm interested in getting the juices flowing. So if you're loving this, like pull out some paper, go through those points I just repeated and start brainstorming. If you're like, wait, I need a little more, let's talk about a few examples. Example number one, and I can use what I'm doing in my business and uh, to, to give you some ideas. I have begun to send handwritten notes to podcast guests. First of all, I grew up on handwritten notes. We were like on December 26th because we celebrated Christmas. We had like cramped hands, wrote thank you notes galore. And I am proud to say that I did that for my own children until they rebelled <laughs> as elementary schoolers. But that's another story. <laughs> and listen, there's not enough snail mail in the world. Everybody loves getting mail. You can hear that I've already built a relationship with each interviewees. You can hear that in the podcast. So why would I not thank them beyond an email? I couldn't literally have made that episode without them. So I have started sending and will continue to send handwritten thank you notes. Now, do I have an ulterior motive? Not really. 
Will they maybe refer somebody to me one day? Will they become a future client? I've had clients on the podcast that then I've hired in my business, especially for some coaching help in Road to 100K. I have no idea. I don't have like this like, you know, if I just keep them along, I will like grab them as a customer forever. That's not really the point. The point is I want to thank them. It's after they've done something, we are continuing to build a relationship. And I know that OTs are very warm, kind, and collaborative bunch. And I want those people who come on the podcast to feel valued. The second is sending gifts. Way back when I started my VIP day, which is called the CEO Payday, we automatically sent gifts as a part of the process to, you know, they had spent a lot of money to get them excited. And now I'm wanting to extend that into group programs and I'm toying with different timing. Is it when they first join? Is it, you know, before we're done? Is it in the middle? I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but that's another example. What about email? I am now emailing people before they jump on a clarity call or a sales call, I guess, with me. And I'm sending them specific resources based on their application. So, hey, you know, we've got a week before we're going to chat. Here are some of my best resources so that you can start taking some action now. And I can kind of nurture you as you're waiting to get on that phone call with me. Additionally, our email list always, 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 it's just one of our super tools that we have. And I am very conscientious about not flooding it and really sending the best of the best to help, whether that's in a nurture sequence after you sign up for the quiz and we tell you what stage you're at and what to do and what to follow, whether it's after you get a strategic plan, whether it is the weekly podcast updates every week, we really do try to engage and give you the best of the best out there because I want to help. What about the phone? We used to do this in my bricks and mortar. There would be times where we would call, and it wasn't always me, it was also front of house, current clients or past clients and say, how's it going? Learn more about them. What are their future goals? What are the outcomes that they wanted? And did they get them? And are they still getting them? Do they have any big fears? Have they had great successes? The call to action for those phone calls really was this research marketing piece It was really information gathering and also continuing that relationship. And if we had a solution, it's not, again, a slimy, you know, secret sales conversation. If during those conversations, we had a product or a service that could help them, we could say, we have a solution that might be of assistance to you. Is is that something you'd like to hear more about? And they can either say yes, or they can say no. So we're not secretly trying to, you know, convert every single customer to a client, but that's part of the relationship building. And we may have gotten a client out of them because they would opt in with consent. Let's not forget, as I begin to close today's episode, that understanding who your client wants to be, your potential client, your current clients, and your former clients, who they want to be, and how you can help them get there. That is a big, big part of staying in relationship and staying in engagement. I want to tell you something. Sales and marketing are so baked into 
our OT theory. Are you ready? I feel like this is like where Trish becomes the poster for a brilliant mind movie. Okay. These are OP issues. Think about the CMOP E. That is a main model that we learn and by which we deliver, assess and deliver services to our clients. By the way, do you remember the last letter of the CMOP E? It's engagement. This is baked into what we do clinically. And one of the ways that we assess using the CMOP E model is the COPM. That addresses the level of difficulty, performance, and satisfaction that your clients have in their OP issues. So those of you in service and those of you who have maybe moved into something less service-oriented, more product, you've learned this in school. What's the last thing I said again? The COPM assesses the level of difficulty, performance, and satisfaction. What did I say was the secret sauce for now? is customer service. Another way of saying that is customer satisfaction. I mean, do you see it? (laughs) I've created my own Da Vinci code. (laughs) So what I want you to do right now, a quick call to action is replay this episode, jot down some ideas that you can use for your client at each stage of business and using some different communication tools. Even if you come up with two and how you can easily implement them. This is not go for broke. I know all you recovering perfectionists out there are going to want a massive plan. And that's great. If you want to do more and you want my help, you can drop it in the Facebook Better the Facebook group. Better yet, you can join the upcoming Strategy Not Spaghetti Marketing Masterclass. It has been added to and updated from last year or one of my paid offerings where we're really going to be digging into this this year. We're going to be hashing it out. Again, engagement relationship is the secret sauce to your marketing for these times. And I hope to see you in the Facebook board or in one of those services and offers that I mentioned. Until next time. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you have feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.